Welcome to the Creative Genius Podcast with Nicolette Wilson-Clark. Well, hello. It is the Creative Genius and I am Nicolette and welcome to the show. If you've never listened to the show, thank you for being here. You're either a creative or someone who thinks you're creative in some capacity or maybe you have no idea of what a creative is and you don't think you fit into the box, but you've come across this podcast or show and you're listening. So thank you for being here. I am Nicolette and this is the local radio show that supports the creative in learning who they are so that they can courageously manage their emotional well-being and tap into their genius. And the overall aim of these shows is to support the mental and emotional well-being of the creative, mainly through guest sharings and my sharings, plus my professional knowledge as a psychotherapist and a coach. And I'm curious about you, the creative, and how you flourish in and out of each day and what I can do to emotionally and mentally support you. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me, either through my website, thecreativegenius.co.uk, or in any of my socials, which you can find on the website. So this is my third show of June, and I have someone in the studio who I am dying and really excited to get to know more about this afternoon. And so let me share some details, some bits about her. After graduating in 2013, this guest has gone on to work in the commercial dance industry for well-known brands such as 3Mobile and Bacardi. She's performed live on stage in front of crowds as large as 80,000 people. Yeah, 80,000! And danced for iconic shows like Top of the Pops and X Factor. This guest's main genre of work is as a commercial dancer, and she has been fortunate enough to work with a variety of artists, including Jax Jones, Ava Max, ZZ and M.O. Alongside this, she has found a passion for teaching, and has used this passion alongside her many years experience and wealth of knowledge to create her dance company, Flex Studios. And we're gonna find out more about Flex Studios, but in a nutshell, it's a family of dancers of all levels who love to dance and who show up every week to support each other. And when they do that, they grow and they glow together. Now, I can't wait to dive into more about this, but first, let me introduce today's guest. This afternoon's guest is the delightful Aisha Greed. Hi, Aisha. Hi, Nicolette. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. We played Fuji's Killing Me Softly, and you shared something with me about that. Do you want to share it with the audience as well? Yeah, it was almost um, like a divine universal moment. That song is the first song I ever remember knowing. I knew the lyrics to it. I used to dance to it in front of the TV when I was a teeny tot. Um, so yeah, it seems pretty apt that that was playing right before we were waiting to go on. That is amazing. It is. And that must have uh, sparked something within you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it takes me back to like the root of where all my like love for performing in all shapes and forms came from. That's, oh, wow. Yeah. So let's dive into that and let's find out more. Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So... I've got a question for you. What is your first memory of creative self-expression for you? Where did it all begin? Um, It began probably in my living room with my sister. Um, I was speaking actually the other day to a friend about how we used to create like 
full-on shows. There were quick changes. There were props. We'd drag my poor brother into it, who never wanted to be involved, bless him. Um, Yeah, and we'd just do so many performances for our families, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, any like kids our age that we'd have over, we'd force them to join in with us too. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the first kind of memory I have of like exploring my creativity and forcing it on those around me. <laughs> that's amazing. I love the way that you would have forced, do you really mean force or did they want to do it anyway? I'm going to say it was a bit of both probably. <laughs> And did adults want to see you perform? Uh, yeah, from quite early on, I think I was, it was aware, uh, they were aware that I was kind of made to do that. Um, I remember being, uh, doing the nativity show at school and I was, and I, th- I think it must have been reception, so I was probably about five years old um, and I was gutted because I didn't get the part of Gabriel. Oh. So sad. Um, I still remember the name of the girl that got it instead. <laughs> <laughs> and what's she doing now? <laughs> Not performing, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, but I was yeah, gutted I didn't get that part. And then they were looking for some of us to sing um, Away in a Manger. And um, they asked us all to sing it together as a group. And we sang the first verse. And then I just carried on singing without anybody else. And I sang the entire thing. And my teacher was a little bit like, oh my God, wow, that's amazing. And I also think a little bit like, okay, great, you can be quiet now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, at the age of like five, I got up and sat that, sang that in assembly on my own in front of the whole school. Um, yeah, my mum and dad and everything. Well, what, what did you, did you have a notion of, of what you wanted to be at that point in relation to creativity? I'm not sure I knew that I, what I wanted to be. I just knew I loved all of it. Mm. Like just everything creative, really, whether it was art, fashion, design, um, including like animals, that kind of stuff. I've always been super anything like hands on and that's not sat in front of a book or sat at a desk all day. That yeah, is yeah. where I come alive, really. So if you didn't have your creativity, who would you be? Oh, I would be, I think I'd be a lesser version of myself. I'd probably be maybe a little bit angry, a little mm. bit depressed. Like there there are times when that creativity has been taken away for certain reasons. I mean, throughout the lockdowns and things when I wasn't feeling inspired because of everything that was going on. And whenever that, or like I get in a rut with like being busy with other things that I don't have time to actually be creative myself. Mm. I find myself kind of falling into a spiral of light depression, I'd want to say, like mood swings. Um, I'm just not myself. I don't feel like me. I don't feel whole. Yeah. Um, and it's only when I start reaching into those creative outlets again that I can really, I feel like a full piece of me again. Yeah. So what are you like when, who are you with creativity when you're flourishing in that gorgeous nourishing soil and you've got everything around you to be who you want to be um i'm limitless oh say that again i am limitless (laughs) yeah i just yeah it just feels like you can do be anything Mm. that you want to be um just by exploring and letting your inner self come out in whatever form that might be who do you want to be aisha i want to be the best version of me possible and what is the best version of you? The best version of me is, hmm, that's a really good question. Oh, um, what is the best version of me? 
Do you know what? The best version of me is me right now because with all my tools that I have at the moment, I'm doing the best I can. Mm. And then when I learn more, mm. I will do better then. Mm -hmm. So you, you learn more, you do more. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I aim to be the most, I don't like this word positive, but um, yeah, the most positive version of myself, the most enthusiastic version of myself, the most productive version of myself every day when I can. Obviously it ebbs and flows and peaks and troughs, but um, yeah, that's who I aim to be every day. And then when I learn new things about myself and I do my own personal development, then I I will know better in certain ways and can be better. Of course. And, and so with that being better and doing things that accelerate who you are, mm. What might you have in place at the moment that you do that kind of demonstrates that and puts it into practice for you? Um, so me, things like yoga, journaling, meditation, they all really help me to center myself, calm and quiet my mind, mm. um, shut out all the noise. Is there lots of and noise? Then, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people as well that takes on lots of, um, I take on the energy of people around me mm. and I take on their issues. Mm. So there's also often a lot like piled about me, I find. Hypersensitivity. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like if someone's mood is off, I feel it a lot. Like especially if I live with them and I'm in the same um, environment as them a lot. Like it, and it really affects me. So mm. I have to make a real effort to make sure that I am in the state I need to be in for what I've got to do that day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Wow. There's a, a lot coming out that I'm, yeah. I'm finding out about you. And so I'm thinking of chaos, because you said there's a lot going mm. on, and order. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of chaos versus order. Mm. And how do you manage or balance both of those? And not everybody thrives in order. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering which one you would thrive in, chaos or order. Right, yeah, I had this conversation actually with a friend the other day. And I'm a Libra, and I really am quite characteristically a bit of both things, yeah. and a lot in a lot of senses. Um, so I was saying how I love—I well, don't love—but um, I always seem to thrive really well under pressure. Like when there's a little bit, like if like I put something off a little bit too much to the last minute, and I push myself but I actually tend to do quite well in that moment. And what I create or what I do is often the most authentic version of it because I've not sat and stewed on it for too long and changed this and done that and whatever. Yeah. But I have also noticed, um, particularly since starting my business, that that does not work when I'm trying to create a, a business to scale, like something that is gonna have other people involved. I can have the chaos within myself a little bit and control it, but I cannot have chaos around me. Um, and I can't be putting chaos on other people too. So in that respect, like I'm very good with organization too and like lists and <laughs> tables and that sort of stuff. So it's definitely a little bit of both and it fully depends what the goal is that I have to achieve and which one. I need to thrive best in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hearing this, this amazing way of managing your own time, managing your own chaos, having order within the chaos. Yes. But when there are other people involved, because you can't actually manage them, Mm -hmm. uh, and and their chaotic nature will impact you as you've expressed. Yes. 
So there has to be, I'm thinking, a bit of a barrier and a shield and boundaries yeah. around you. And, and so how do you coordinate that if you're running a business and there are other people there, you work in chaos, but you've discovered that actually that chaos doesn't translate to a bigger perspective. Mm. How, how are you navigating that? Daily figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> On the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, boundaries are something that I'm not as good at, especially living, like being a creative, not having a nine to five, a partner that works nine to five. So his life is very set. He comes home and he kind of wants to sit and chill with me. And I'm like, oh, I've got two hours before I've got to go out and teach. And in those two hours, I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, Z for my social media or messaging these people back. So there's, um, that's, those are boundaries and uh, life schedules that we're trying to figure out at the minute yeah, sure. that fit for both of us like work life balance mm. and together mm. so that's um something i'm working on <laughs> yeah and, and it sounds like it's very fresh so yeah. th that's just time isn't it and also yeah. for partner to adjust and for mm -hmm. you to adjust and yeah. it's all of those dynamics isn't yeah. it and I think being a creative we don't have that structure of nine to five but we do have structure so even yeah. though we may stay up late or get up extra early or get up late that's our structure yeah but it yes. just isn't someone else's it's, rigidity yes exactly and that, that's actually what I love about it for me the getting up the same time every day getting home the same time every day sitting next to the same people every day like it I can't I don't work well like that that's not an environment I do well in yeah. um yeah so that's actually what I love I love the like some days I'm packed out and I'm busy and I love it and then some days I'm quiet and I can potter about and do the admin and stuff that I need like yeah. I, I really enjoy that flexibility that it affords me and do you see those what you were just talking about there the days where you're manic the days where you're less manic mm. do you actually organize that do you look at your diary ahead and say okay well actually Wednesday I want to be not so busy so I'm not going to put meetings in there yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to organise it. So this is a stay at home in my PJs. Just do admin, get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. I'm, um, again, Libra. I love social interaction. Right. love spending time with my friends. Right. But if I've been packed out for weeks and busy back to back, um, I need that day or so to myself. So I will make sure I don't have any private lessons that day. I don't have anything planned. That is, like you say, it's a PJ and Disney film day. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I need that for my soul. That's, yeah, that's quite vital for me. What's your favourite Disney film? Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> On the spot. Okay, what's your top three? <laughs> right. De okay, no, favourite is Lion King, for sure. You love Lion, Lion King. Lion King, I love Lion King. Um, Have you seen all of the animations? Yes. You've seen the latest one, which was yeah. a pretty good CG. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Beyonce in it, right? Yes. Voicing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I love the original. So for me, nothing could beat the original. Yeah. And the, I think Beyonce was Nala, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. All like, whenever she spoke, I just saw Beyonce. I didn't see Got Nala. The the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they missed out some of like my favourite lines and jokes from the cartoon. So I was gutted about that. Right but to them, man. I will. I'm an angry email. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> angry Aisha. Yeah. <laughs> from Aversham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> furious you left these jokes out no but it, it was good it was done really well I thought um what's another good one Aladdin love Aladdin okay yeah, yeah. I could watch Aladdin any day of the week yeah there's newer ones as well oh the princess and the frog I haven't seen it oh mostly because she's black 
<laughs> and I, as I need to watch that one then. Yeah, absolutely should because um, my little my niece she um, has recently started watching it because she's really into Frozen as all little girls are, Anna and Elsa and all that stuff. And then she wears um, she has the uh, Elsa wig a long blonde little plait that she sticks on top of her hair and she's got like curly afro hair and she loves it but it makes me sad that there's not like an that. equivalent yeah exactly and I'm like oh my niece has got this beautiful big curly hair and she has to wear this straight plait on her head blonde but, but, plait but there is now with but there is now Tiana yes and she's from she's uh, the south down by the bayou in America and like oh. yeah and she's yeah she's a hard-working woman and she gets what she wants and she chooses her future over a prince and hey, I hey yeah, role model absolutely oh not helpless female yeah exactly <laughs> doesn't need to be rescued she rescued that's, herself that's right that's right oh my gosh all right let's just go for a little break I'm really excited to hear about flex so we're going to come back to that in a moment you're listening to The Creative Genius Show with Nicolette Wilson-Clark. Welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on The Creative Genius Show. I have Aisha Greed in the studio with me. Hey, 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 girl. Hey, hey. <laughs> so we've been catching up on who you are and what makes you tick, etc. And we naturally transitioned to this business element mm. side before the break. So let's step into it fully. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Flex Studios. Woo! <laughs> now, there's something that I notice about Flex Studios when it's written. Mm. It is F space, L space, mm. E space, X space, and it's all capitals. Yeah. Does that mean anything? It didn't when it started, but as I started growing the brand, the letters, letters stand for Fearlessly Learning Evolving Excellence. Fearlessly Learning Evolving Excellence. Yeah. Um, and I just thought those words really summed up like what we what we do, what yeah. the people around us do in the company. Reason it's in capitals and spaces is just so it stands out, and so you will see it, yeah, and no one sure forgets do. it. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. What is Flex Studios, and why? Why Flex Studios? Um, it's my baby, really, <laughs> my little business baby that um, I finally had the courage to create and turn into an actual business um this lockdown the very i think it was the last one we had so mm. it was officially a business on the first of march this year Ooh, Woo! congratulations thank you it's a massive step isn't it yeah it's a huge step um how long had you wanted to do this i would say at least a year a year and a half before i've been teaching in cambridge um for another school for a while so it would be coming up to like two and a half years when i left mm. Then I was, and I whilst I was teaching for them, I was I'd created this whole family of people. Anyway, we'd had our own WhatsApp group. I'd do workshops with them on the weekends. We do concept videos. We go out that kind of stuff. And then um, I started to see that they were there for me. Mm. They weren't there for the school I was teaching in. They were there to come to my class. If I wasn't there, yeah, they didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a lot yeah. of pressure. It. It was actually, yeah, now you say it, it is, but I didn't see it as pressure at the time. I just, I felt really valued mm. and like I had a place where I like, I belonged and I, a space that I, I knew I, I sat well in mm. um, and it was a really nice feeling and um, I, I felt guilty actually um, because I had these thoughts of leaving for a while and I was mm. trying to 
very grateful for the studio for giving me the chance to teach them in the first place. Of course. But very aware that actually, if you want to talk financially, I'll do much better out of this if I do it by myself. Got your overheads. Yeah. And then um, I also know my potential and there was no room for growth with me just being a twice a week teacher in their okay. space. I'd approached them about um, lots of other options and changing certain things to try and stay but um, that didn't seem viable. So then when lockdown hit, we went to Zoom sessions and the studio didn't do Zoom. So I did that all myself. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Had then, you ever done it that way before? No, no, that was a new challenge, like most of us. <laughs> Another new challenge. Yeah, exactly. Just chucked in the deep end. Yeah. So I guess actually really Flex Studios created when we did that first Zoom class, which would have been, oh my goodness, when was the first lockdown? Was it March? March last yeah. year? Yeah, March 2020. 2020. Yeah, so that... So really, I was doing it for a whole year until I finally actually was like, okay, yeah, this is a company. <laughs> and and so what made you think, yeah, this is a company, I could do this? Um, well, we did the Zoom classes, went back into in-studio sessions, and I was it was my plan to pull away from the stu- their studio gradually. Then, zo- uh, then lockdown hit again. So I said, right, let's go back to Zoom. They offered me to teach on via their Zoom, um, but they were only prepared to pay me a certain amount. And I basically just said, well, no, I make much more without. So that act- that doesn't make any sense, which they were very lovely and understanding about. Okay. And then from there, it was really just a thing of, um, okay, well, this doesn't make sense me going back at all now, um, which I felt super, super guilty for. And like, because you always feel like you're like almost leaving someone in the lurch yeah. a bit when you move on from a job or yeah. something. Especially yeah. um, if they're a sole trader or they're yeah, a, 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 just an up and coming startup or well, small in yeah. their own capacity. I mean, they're, they've been running for years and years and years in Cambridge. They've got a very good name for themselves. They will have clients come again. But I was very aware that a lot of my customers were people that would have gone to their classes so I made the conscious effort to put our classes at different times so that people could do both um, if they wanted to Um, but yeah really all that happened was I finally grew a pair and just did it that's that's what really happened but you know to grow a pair and if we think of nature analogy to grow a pair you do have to have the sunshine and Mm -hmm. the rain and the good soil and the nutrients so there must have been something out of all of that that made you develop the soil and the nutrients yeah something gave you the courage something did yeah i'm i did quite a lot of personal development work okay um i did claim your power in 40 days um what's his name mastin kip something like that that was a really really great book i'm really um enlightening for me about lots of myself my inner workings Mm -hmm. and things Mm -hmm. um but actually i think what it really was at the end of the day was necessity because okay survival yeah survival it was fight or flight like right you do this you make it successful um, or you're going to have to go get a muggle job at some point because <laughs> we're not dancing. So you're going to have to figure this out and make it work. Yeah. And you've got a household to maintain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. Yeah. Um, so where is Flex Studios, not location wise, but in its evolution stage? Where is it now and how's it going? Oh, it's. It is thriving and I see it growing every week and it just makes me so happy. Like one of my favourite things is when um, 
people come to class and bring their friends oh. from like it just makes me so happy I'm like oh you love this space enough that you would bring someone else in to share this space with us and I yeah it's I, I just see it I see it building and growing every week and um my they're not students they're friends the people that come and dance with me and they um they really mean the most to me and I'm so invested in all their lives and we all know so much more about each other than just within the dance studio and I think that's one of the biggest um keys of flex and that it's a family it's not just yeah we turn up we dance that's it and we go um so yeah. is there a social element then what does that look like well, yeah, there was before Miss Rona came to town. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> Miss <Me, me too>. who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she she needs to leave now. We're over her. Um, but yeah, I'm planning on doing. Uh, so we've done shows before. We do. Yeah, we get like we've got together on a night out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm planning on doing like a an official Flex Studios launch. Yeah. Yeah, with like drinks and music and all that kind of stuff. So, brilliant. Yeah, once this is all simmered down a bit, we'll be doing that hopefully this summer. Um, Yeah. So, what's the big vision for Flex or for anything outside of Flex that includes Flex or doesn't? Yeah, I mean, the big vision is um, I would love to have people that have the same like values as me and missions as me teaching under the Flex umbrella, but in different cities. Gotcha. I'd, I'd absolutely love that. So, the family becomes worldwide. Mm. Um, and you can still be connected via uh, chat rooms and membership areas and that kind of stuff um, and like Zoom, uh, not meetings, but like, I don't know, catch ups, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so is that like a license? Is that like they pay you to have that uh, name mm. or are they completely I'd, self-employed? I'd like it to be fully still connected mm. I wouldn't want it to be on a franchise basis yeah, where you where they just thinking. take it away right. um, because I think the identity of the brand is so important to mm. me mm-hmm. it would be hard for me to then control what anyone else does with it yeah, also partly my issue because I'm a control freak so I wouldn't want to let anyone run away with it but it's your baby exactly um <laughs> yeah so it, it would it, it would be the flex umbrella covers everybody and then people are there I guess their own sole trader teaching under that umbrella just somewhere else in the world yeah do you see it possible absolutely oh so do i 100 percent. yeah i see it like i see it so clearly yeah just a pause for a deep breath really yeah because that is amazing <gasps> to, to to watch evolution and to yeah. watch it start to happen because it will at some point what pearls of wisdom can you offer other fellow creatives who Let's take someone who's in a similar situation to what you were. Mm. You were freelancing, you were doing what you love with a passion, but you had this inclination to rise above and be greater and Mm. to shine more, but there was something pulling you back and crisis came in and forced you to stand up and see your grace and Mm. step into it. If there's someone here listening who is in a similar situation, but you haven't actually stepped into the grace yet, or maybe there hasn't been a crisis that has made them think, sugar, I could really do this. What would be your pearls of wisdom to them? Um, I say this a lot in my classes when I'm teaching to everybody. I say it on a performance note, but it really applies in real life. Never let anybody dull your shine Mm. or don't ever dull your shine for anybody Mm -hmm. because there's plenty of people in the world 
that don't do what you do as well, but they're out there doing it for the world to see. And it's just, we, you could miss out so much of a chunk of like, not pointless stuff, because I think it's all growing, it's all learning, it's all development, but you could get to where you see yourself and where you want to be sooner by giving yourself your own, that own kick up the backside and going, no, I'm great. Like, I want to be a teacher. Okay, I'm going to teach. I'm just going to do it. I don't care what he, she says mm. about my ability to do that, whatever. I believe that I can do that and I know that I can do that. I'm going to learn, be the best that I can in whatever avenue I'm going in and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, just get get out of your own way. Yeah, it's very easy to get distracted by other people's words, isn't it? Hundred percent. Other people's opinions. Yeah. yeah, and it's at that point that you actually lose your own thread. Yep. Yeah. I, especially being a creative. Um, yeah, it's you put being a creative. You put your a little bit of your soul into every single thing that you do when you create, and for someone to then say it's not good enough, they don't like it, and it not not in a constructive way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to then come back from that and keep bearing yourself. Yeah, I mean, it, it, creative people are very brave, I would say. I agree. They, they don't, they don't, we don't realise it, mm-hmm. but we're very brave and we yeah. we create this resilience that becomes a shield around us yeah. that often protects us, but we don't actually see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah, so I, I, I hear you and I resonate with that and thank you for sharing that. I think there's some lovely words of, of guidance for someone. Thank so, you. So you're welcome. So go out there, guys, and don't let someone else and this is mm-hmm. something that we were saying uh, something that I say and I heard Kieran say it last week <laughs> if you haven't listened to the show with Kieran please do go to thecreativegenius.co.uk and listen to that podcast but he said it as well which is that what someone else thinks of me is none of my business absolutely yeah just absolutely. get on with what you are planning and yes. just make it your focus and that's how you will succeed yep is there anything that you would like my listeners to know about Flex Studios? Like Other I than said, what you said. I mean, like I said, it's just, it's so much more than a dance class. It's a family and it's there for anybody. And I mean anybody. Mm. Um, I get so many people come, oh, would I be all right in this? Absolutely. Yes, I got you. Like, I don't care if you just started dancing yesterday, if you've been doing it for 10 years, there is something accessible for everybody in my classes. And... I will push you. It won't be easy, <laughs> right? But you'll be doing things that you didn't realise that you could. You'll be make, meeting people that you may not have been around before and you'll be having a bloody great time doing oh, it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and that word was used with absolute gusto and love and not yes. in an offensive way. Yes. So I do hope Sorry. it didn't offend anybody. Apologies. No problem. What if someone cannot access because of the location of where you are? Are there ways for people all around? I know you're not international just yet, mm-hmm. but are there ways for people to connect with you if they're not in your location? Yes, um, so we do. I've got um, a library of recorded tutorials as well available. Brilliant. Yes, so um, head over to our Instagram, flexstudios underscore. Um, website will be dropping in about a week or so. Oh, <laughs> listen out for yes. the bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you head 
onto our Instagram. The booking link is on there. has all the information of um, the classes that are both London and Cambridge-based. And then um, there is a link that will tell you what to do to receive the recorded tutorials and how to pick which one you would like. Oh, how wonderful. Is there a cost or is it no cost? Yes, there is a cost. Okay, yes. so yeah. get over there, guys. Uh, tell us the uh, IG handle again, please. Flex Studios underscore. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Aisha. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's been a real pleasure. Um, So that's it for today, beautiful creatives. Here we are again at the end of another show that's just flown by. And thank you so much for joining me. I want to just say that if there's anything in today's show, just in case that has triggered you, I always say that ends of my show, but you can always ring the Samaritans if there's something that you need immediately. Because remember, my show is about mental and emotional well-being, and I want to make sure that you're held. So the Samaritans is on 116123 in the UK. You can always reach out to them 24 hours a day. But of course, if it's not immediate and you want to just share what's on your mind, you can reach out to me and I would love to hear what you're thinking about. And you can do that via my website, thecreativegenius.co.uk. And it'll be a pleasure to hear from you. My Instagram account is at Creative Genius Coach. Please do holler and say hi and let me know where you're coming from, as in I heard the show. And uh, if you've got any thoughts on it, most definitely share it. And also, if you're creative and you're listening and thinking, actually, I've got something to share to your audience, I'd love to have you. So please do link up with me and let me know. So that's it for another day, guys. And I'm wishing you the best week ahead until I speak with you again. Thank you so much, Aisha, for being here and for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. My pleasure. Until next week, beautiful creatives, keep creating. You've been listening to The Creative Genius Show with Nicolette Wilson-Clark. Thank you so much for listening.